0: Hello and welcome to a special episode of Football Talk Podcast. My name is Ozzy and I'm your host for today's show. It's only been two weeks since the end of the Premier League season and to be fair, I've missed football quite a lot. So I'm quite excited to do this episode as I'll be previewing the Euros which are taking place from this Friday. Um, So during this episode, I will do a sort of tournament predictor uh, which I will show you in a second. There we go. And just give you my thoughts on each team. Uh, who, are, who are the stand-up players? Who are the players we should look out for? Are there any hidden gems within these teams? So just to give you a lowdown of each team and how I see the tournament um, panning out for, for the big team. So we can crack on with the first team. So the first team is Switzerland in Group A. So Switzerland, for me, I think slightly underrated. They've got some decent players in their team. So let me just show you guys, I think. So in terms of big hitters, they've got a couple of strikers that are quite well known. Uh, so we've got a player... Cool, what's his name? So, uh, uh, there will be a few names that I'm going to butcher, so I'll probably just do apologies before I start pronouncing some of these names. So, one of the big kids is Gavronovic, and there's another player called Sir So, these are the main two strikers in the Switzerland team. Um, I believe Gavronovic is mainly the starter, Sefirovic is a striker from Benfica who has. Some good pedigree in terms of his scoring ability. So, these are the two big hitters that I would highlight in the Switzerland team. You've also got Shakiri, who is the talisman for the national team. And you've got Edmilson Fernandez, who's a player that can score from midfield. So, some good options there regarding Switzerland. I'm quite impressed in terms of their team throughout. So, I was reviewing their squad. So, they've got a solid defense as well. They've got a Kanji, Elvedi. And Shah, um, so they normally play a back three, so those three would complement each other quite well. And they've got some good attacking fullbacks in Mbappé, who plays in the Bundesliga, Ricardo Rodriguez, who plays for AC Milan, and Zubair, who can play on on the, on the left, but I believe he can play on the right as well. So in terms of Group A, I feel like Switzerland could be a surprise package um, as there aren't many high hopes regarding their progression in in tournament so an interesting team to start off with there the second team in the group is turkey so turkey traditionally known as a team with a lot of style and flamboyance but actually the current squad they have they have a lot more defenders that are pretty solid so you've got Demiral from Juventus, you've got Ozan Kabak, who's been on loan at Liverpool, and Soyuncu uh, from Leicester City. So, solid defense in terms of their startup um, positions in, at defense. Big hitters. You've got Burak Yilmaz, who's had a fantastic season at Lille, uh, winning the uh, league on, and coming from the Turkish league where some people didn't have much sort of expectations when he moved to France as he's at the latter stages of his career. So, fantastic in terms of his goal scoring pedigree. So, I feel like he'll be the, the main guy in the Turkish team to get the goals. You've got Sengiz Unda as well, who plays for Leicester City, former Roma winger. He's a good player, um, can definitely stretch the team, and he's quite tricky on the right wing. So, a very useful player to have in a team. And Kaur Hanoglu, so who who plays for uh, AC Milan. So a free kick specialist. Uh, Good player, I think, but he's probably more known for his set pieces than um, his actual all-round ability. Kind of similar to like Ward-Prowse, in my opinion. So more known for their set pieces than their actual overall ability. Uh, A player to look out for, for me, is a player called Zeki Silek, who's actually an also... Uh, in the Lille team that won uh, league on with uh, Burak Yoman. so a right back, great engine, um, and has a good attacking ability as well in the third, in the final half. So a player to look out for in the Turkish team there. And then you have Wales. So I think that the big hitters are probably obvious in terms of Gareth Bale and Aaron Ramsey. These are the main main players in the team. You've always got David Brooks from Bournemouth for, for me he's a good good player and Tyler Roberts who's had a fantastic season at Leeds United so these are the guys that I would sort of have as stand-up performers for the team if, if you look at the teams in this league it's in this group sorry it's quite a difficult difficult one for them to qualify into the next round but you know we'll, we'll see how that goes for them and then you've got Italy so for me, I label Italy as one of the dark horses. I believe they have a strong chance to actually win the Euros. In terms of their team, the big hitters, you've got Keza from Juventus, fantastic player, gets a number of goals, had a great campaign in the Champions League for Juventus a few months ago. i is I'm a big fan of his, fantastic player, can play in the centre midfield, and uh, if you're playing like a flat, flat four midfield, can play on the right side as well so energetic box to box gets lots of goals so for me he's a very important player in that team and you've got insignia who's been that playing for the national team for a very long time um, great on the left wing uh, scores important goals and immobile who's been prolific in the last few years for lazio and i feel like this is a great platform for him to kind of showcase it on the international level so great i feel like they've got abundance of talent in that team And they will surprise a lot of people, in my opinion. Important player for me is Verratti. I feel like he's underrated. I know he's well-known. People know he's a good player. But I feel like people don't know the importance of him in the team because he makes everything tick for PSG and for the Italian national team. So very important for him to be fit and playing to the highest of his capability as he will definitely be pivotal in terms of the success of the Italian national team. A player to watch is Locatelli. So a deep uh, playing midfielder, great ability on the board, has a fantastic range of passing. I feel like he's definitely one to watch, has been linked with a number of big moves. So the Euros might be a great platform for him to showcase his skills. And who knows, might get some attraction from teams in the Premier League, La Liga, um, and other teams in Serie A as well. So for me, definitely... One of the strong contenders uh, to win the Euros, in my opinion. So let's do the prediction for the first group. So tricky one. So I I think it's quite obvious that I'm going to go for Italy as the group winners. So for me, it's between Switzerland and Turkey. I'm going to go for Switzerland second, Turkey third. And sorry, Wales fans, I'm going to go Wales in fourth. So that's my prediction for Group A. Now we can move on to Group B. So the first team is Russia. Now, I'll be honest, I haven't seen a lot of Russian football in the last few years, but I know a few of their players. So Golovin, who's been ever-present in that Russian team, Still the main guy there in terms of playing and attacking midfield position. play on the left as well. And great free kick taker. So, and set pieces in terms of penalties. So, still very pivotal in terms of the setup for the Russian team. And with his experience as well, definitely a valuable player to have in the squad. You've got a striker, uh, Zyuba, who is a big, big striker. Um, Holds the ball really well. Um, everything kind of goes around him to be fair so he the talisman in that team and he's the one that gets the goals for for the for the team there so very very important player and you've got uh, sobolev who's another attacker um that will help chip him with the goals. so these are the three players that i feel like will help um russia to qualify for the last 16 me personally, I think it's a big challenge for them to go into the next round. But you know, you never know. So we'll see how that pans out for them. The second team, Belgium. You know, I can probably list all of the squad members there. They've got fantastic, talented players in the squad. The big hitters are probably the obvious ones: Kevin De Bruyne, Lukaku, and Mertens. So for me, these guys are going to be the ones where you look out for. And I feel like Lukaku. Probably one of the favourites to win the Golden Boot. And in terms of the team in general, definitely one of the strong contenders to win the competition. So I think that goes without saying. A hidden gem for me in this team would be Jeremy Doku. So if you're not familiar with him, a young winger from current team is Rons, but he was playing for Anderlecht last season. Fantastic player on the right-hand side, left-footed, electric on the ball, pace to burn and can score a lot of goals and has a great shot on him as well. So I feel like he may not be starting games at this stage, but I feel like he might be used as an impact sub or he might play the final group stage match if Belgium have qualified, for example. So just be on the lookout for him because I feel like he's a young talent that will definitely be one for the future. And then you've got the third team in the group, Denmark. So I think the main main guy is still Christian Eriksen there, Martin Bra White. I hope I pronounced that correct. Um, current Barcelona player and Yusuf Poulsen from Red Bull Leipzig. So a player that can play multiple positions. So very valuable in terms of how they set up. I expect Denmark to do well in this group. I I, I see them in contention of being able to qualify into the next round. A hidden gem I've discovered. Um, or well, I'm trying to predict for is a player named Mikkel Damsgaard who plays for Z- Sampdoria in the Serie A. So uh, attacking midfielder, people are saying that he's like the next person to be the talisman for Denmark. Um linked to a few clubs as well. So I feel like he will be able to showcase his talent and, you know, might even <laughs> increase his price uh, in the in the chancellor market in the summer so just be on the lookout for him i think he's a decent player and might may may bring his um talent into our attentions during the tournament and then you've got Finland so i'll be honest not too much knowledge in terms of each player in the squad but the main players are puki so a player we all know from the premier league um and the championship now but obviously Norwich are promoted so so Puky, um their main goal scorer and you've got Glenn Kamara pl- who plays for Rangers who's who's just won the league title there so unfortunately I don't think Finland will be able to notch that many points to qualify in the league or sorry in the group so therefore unfairly I'll have to place them last in the group Uh, I I think I'm going to go for Russia third, Denmark second, and Belgium top. So that's my prediction for Group B. So moving on to Group C, we've got Austria. So the big hitters for this team, I think, probably quite obvious in terms of who they are. So Anatovic... Um, main striker for the for the team there and Subitsa box-to-box midfielder from Red Bull Leipzig pretty much will be the guy that gets the goals for the team from a deeper position so I feel like he'll have a very important role within that team another player who's important is Alaba uh, he'll bring experience a winning mentality from his um, career at Bayern Munich so Got some decent players in that in that squad, so I believe Austria should have enough quality to at least mount a challenge and proceed into the next round. So over to the next team, North Macedonia. I'll be honest, don't know too many of the players in that team. Pandev is one that I'm familiar with, um, and is still the main one of the main strikers for the North Macedonia team. Great left foot. You played for Inter Milan. Um, I believe he played for Roma as well, I think, but has spent most of his career in Serie A. And uh, Aloiski, so player from Leeds United, an attacking fullback. So I feel like he'll have a great role to play in design, providing width and some assist as well, some creativity from the flanks, which will be very useful to breaking down teams in the group. And it could be it could be one of their secret weapons to gain any kind of success. Um but as this is the first time I believe the country have qualified, um it's a proud moment. So they should play with no fear. Doesn't matter if they well doesn't matter where they're finishing the group, as long as they're performing well and making their country proud. I think that's the main main thing here. So that's how I see it for North Macedonia. I've got a couple of comments here from Fidan Kominovsky. Hello from North Macedonia. I hope a good prediction for C- Group C. I'm trying. I'm trying. We'll see um, how it is. He did not play for Roma. He won. Yeah, so I know he played for Inter, but I, I remember he played for some another Serie A team. So I have got that one on. But yeah, I definitely remember him from his Inter Milan days. And yeah, he was... One of their top players, great left foot, could score a lot of goals. So a player I'm still familiar, and I actually didn't know he was still playing. I thought he might have retired. So yeah, it's good to see an old face, especially in the in the Euros. So back to my prediction. Mm, okay, so interesting. We haven't covered ukraine so let's cover ukraine as well so ukraine pretty similar in terms of i don't have too much knowledge of the entire squad zinchenko for me obviously playing in the premier league for manchester manchester city he'll be an important player for the team um left back as well but obviously he'll be able to provide that creativity from the flank you've also got uh, Yamalenko. So, I, I believe he would be the main guy that they would look to, to score the goals. I believe he got a hat trick a few days ago during a friendly match. So, I think they'll be raring to go under Shevchenko's tutelage as well. Um, so they did really well to qualify. So, I think this they're another team that could challenge for that second spot in the league in, sorry, in the group, but we'll have to speak about netherlands for me yeah the strongest team in the group and i definitely i believe they will do well throughout the competition so big hitters pretty obvious in terms of gino Adam. not because he's a Liverpool, um well former Liverpool player unfortunately uh, but he plays a different role for that national team um plays more as a number 10 and he's there to get the goals and his international record is phenomenal. So definitely expect him to grab some vital goals and play a pivotal part uh, in terms of the way Netherlands are set up. Memphis Depay, same. He's a fantastic player. Uh, The main guy there as well will lead the line. um, Has a lot to his game, scores a lot of goals, but great on set pieces at the same time. So yeah, I'm expecting... Some good things from Netherlands. And also you've got um, De Ligt. So he'll be taking the reins of Van Dijk who's uh, unavailable to play in the Euros. So he'll ha- he'll have a very important role in the team. And then you've got Frankie de Jong who's the, the playmaker in the team. So playing from a deeper midfield position make the team tick. So I definitely feel like um, he has an important role to play. A player to watch for me is uh, Daniel Marlin. So he plays for PSV. A striker that I'm a big fan of. A player that I'd like to see Liverpool sign as well. If we're talking about, you know, my favourite team there. Fantastic player. I'm not sure if he'll be starting many games, but I hope to see him play some minutes or play at least maybe one or two games in the group stages. Uh, Whether it's coming on as an impact sub or starting the games especially if Netherlands have qualified before the last fixture for example so so yeah definitely be a player on the lookout if you're not familiar with him and then I've got a couple of hidden gems that I feel like um, that you might be familiar with or players that I believe will stand out or give an impression for us if you're not familiar with their talent so Ryan Gravenberch Plays for Ajax, fantastic midfielder, 18 years old. Great stature, powerful on, on the ball, great left foot and can definitely play great ability on the ball. So for me, he's going to be a star for the future, definitely. And he's already a first-team player for Ajax. So definitely a player to look out for. And then you've got a fullback in Owen Weindel. So he plays for AZ Alkmaar in the Dutch League. Left-footed. Um, I believe he's actually linked to a move to Ajax. He had such a great season for his club. Very attack-minded, fullback, back um, can score as well. So I feel like he will be... I believe that he'll actually be starting um, playing for the Netherlands in the first group stage match. So a player to look out for. But like I said, Netherlands are definitely the stronger team. um, without, um Being predictable there. So let's quickly make my prediction for Group C. So, Netherlands, I believe, will be first. And then you've got, I believe, Austria will get second, Ukraine, third, and North Macedonia. So apologies to our viewer, Fidan, who made a comment to say, be nice. It's just my prediction, so I could be wrong. So your prediction is Netherlands, Ukraine, North Macedonia, Austria. That's an interesting one. It could literally go either way. I feel like Netherlands are by far the standout team there. But the other three, it it can literally go either way. It depends on who performs well. But in terms of players that they have in the squad, for me I'm a bit more familiar with Austria in terms of who they have. Ukraine has a couple of players I know, and North Macedonia is a couple of players I know as well. But I feel like Austria might be a bit more geared up, especially watching them against England. They seemed all right. Um but I feel like once the tournament starts, you'll see you'll you'll see better uh, performances from a lot of the star players. So you know, it's a game of opinion, so always welcome to um hear your thoughts as viewers to the show so we can move on to the next group which is group d so the group for my home country england so let's start with scotland first though so big hitters for scotland for me would be shea adams um who's had a fantastic season for southampton in the premier league great i'm a fan of his like the way he plays great pace but great ability on the ball can definitely score so this will be a great platform for him to showcase his talent in the, on the international stage and I've gone for John McGrins who fantastic player another player who's had a great season in the Premier League with Aston Villa great left foot can score some long distance shots um, can make the midfield tick as well at the same time so I feel like he'll be quite useful to have an, as the player in midfield who can chip in with a few goals rather than relying on the attackers in the final third. So important player goes about saying is Andrew Robertson, captain of Scotland, fantastic fullback, one of the best fullbacks in world football. And I feel like he'll be he'll be the guy that spur you know, gets the team going and using his experience at club level, hopefully try and gear people into playing their game, not to feel too nervous uh, during the matches and just go out there and enjoy it. So it'll be nice to see how Scotland do. It's a difficult group, to be fair. It's one of those ones where you have to be playing at the highest level each game. Um, but you never know with the Euros. Scotland, I'm sure, will be playing with a lot of pride, confidence, and passion. So it'll be interesting to see how they perform on this stage. Mm-hmm. England. So... Obviously, we were familiar with the England setup. Big hitters for me are Harry Kane, uh, Rashford, and Jack Grealish, just to name a few. There, uh, players to watch for me is Foden and Bellingham. I'm really hoping that Bellingham starts a lot of the games because for me, he's a phenomenal talent. Um, if he doesn't play, I'll be very disappointed in terms of the setup. England have enough quality to qualify. I don't think that's a question here. My concern is more to do with the tactics of the team. And I believe Southgate plays too defensively. And if you actually review the squad that England have, it's probably the first time that we've actually got a crop of technically gifted attackers that can play midfield, up front, on the wing this has not happened before in the past where we've had so many great attackers in the team so yeah. yeah i'm not the biggest fan of southgate i feel like he he plays his tactics or his mind frame is too cautious we're practically playing a back 5 which for me team of england's level and if you just look at the squad as well that's not how you should be playing you know how the saying is you you defend with your attack for me that's how it should be right now and I feel like that's how the team should be set we should be a bit more attack-minded and not folk not to overthink the tactics you know overthinking tactics didn't work for Pep Guardiola in the Champions League final so sometimes just play the football um that comes natural to the players because when they play for their clubs we can all see how talented they are but for England it just hasn't clicked so I did an episode where I kind of went through my England squad and gave you uh, my lineup of what the team should start. So check out our YouTube channel. It's, it's the last episode that I did. And let me know your thoughts on the England team. But yeah, I'm, I'm confident that they'll qualify. But I'm just hoping we're not playing five, three, two formations and we're actually a bit more forward thinking and playing a 4-3-3 because I feel like that's the formation that suits the current crop of players that we have. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes there. Croatia. A team with fantastic technicians. Uh, so the big hits for me is Anti Rebic who plays for AC Milan. Ivan Perisic. I know he's a hard-working winger but very useful in terms of how he plays and gets important goals. So I feel like he will definitely have a, a part to play. And Kramerich, who plays in the Bundesliga, so not a star, but a, a good player to have, I guess, as an impact sub or to come off uh, from the bench. Important player in the team, I think, goes without saying. Luka Modric, still the, still the man in terms of how he is and how he plays for the team. But so, such a elegant player on the ball. And he will definitely be the guy that will open up chances for the team. So, definitely has an important role to play there. Kovacic, so Chelsea player. I feel like this would be a great platform for him to showcase his ability. As we've seen glimpses in the Premier League, but I feel like we haven't seen it enough. And I've seen him play for Inter Milan and Croatia, and I feel like you see a different player there at times. So, this will be an important um, competition for him, in my opinion. A player to watch for me in the Croatian team is Koleta Car, Ka, a centre back from Marseille. A player that was strongly linked to Liverpool. So, a player that I've seen a few times. As soon as Liverpool linked to a player, I tend to just watch a few games to see what they're about. And I've been quite impressed with him. A centre back that plays predominantly on the left side, right footed, but has an amazing ability on the ball, can ping all sorts of passes, 60 yard passes with ease. Uh, great ability on the ball, strong in the tackles as well, and and reads the game really well and sets up the line defensively fantastic for his team in France, for Marseille. So I think he'll definitely be a standout performer for the Croatian team. And I expect them to do well um, in the group stages. So the final team in Group D is Czech Republic. So the big hit is Patrick Schick. Uh, Thomas Susek, who had a fantastic season for West Ham, who almost qualified for the Champions League. And Mate Vidra, so another striker that plays in the Premier League for Burnley. So three good players there. I feel like will definitely be very important in terms of how Czech Republic set up, especially Susek, who fantastic all round play, but gets valuable goals and is a big presence in set pieces. So could get some crucial headed goals or scoring a penalty or, you know, definitely an important player for that Czech Republic team. Vidjo for me is a good nippy player. Good, has a good pace about him. Good finisher as well. Schick as well has had a good season in the, in the Bundesliga. So some good attackers there, some good technicians within the team. For me, there's a hidden gem, uh, a player called uh, Adam, Holozek, who is a predominantly left winger, but can play up front or can play on the right-hand side. 18 years old, seen him a few times. Um, He looks a talent and has been linked to a move for a few clubs in Europe. So definitely a player to look out for. I'm not sure if he'll start, but I I definitely believe he will play at some part in this tournament. So remember the name and just keep a lookout for him. Um, In regards to Czech Republic, uh, we'll definitely challenge to qualify for the last 16. But this is not an easy group for any of the teams that I've just mentioned because I feel like they're all equally balanced in terms of quality. So it just depends on who actually performs under huge pressure. So let's crack on and do my prediction. So I think England will top the league. I think it'll be Croatia second, and then I'm going to go with the Czech Republic, and sorry Scotland fans. I'm gonna go with Scotland in fourth place. So moving on to group E. so group E we have Poland, so big hitters in the Hol- in the sorry Pol- Poland team uh, Lewandowski goes without saying world class striker there. You've got Milik and Zielinski from Napoli, so two stri- two players with good um, experience, international level, and at club level playing at Serie A. So, some good players there. In terms of their chance in the in the group, it won't be easy. But I feel like if you've got Lewandowski in your team, there's always a chance. You've got you've got one of the best finishers in world football. So. We'll see how their tournament pans out. Next team, Spain. So, a young Spanish team here with a new couple of players coming through the ranks. So, the big hitters, you've got Ferran Torres, who's had a phenomenal season, debut season at Manchester City. Gerard Moreno, who's just won the Europa League with Villarreal. And Pablo Sarabia, so a player for PSG great player played campaign play on the left and on the right and scores a lot of goals from a wide from a winger so definitely a great player to have players to watch so for me big fan of uh, Paul Torres another player from Villarreal left-footed center back very elegant on the ball great passing ability uh, defensively fantastic as well so a player to look out for there Fabian Ruiz so another player from Napoli fantastic player, box-to-box, box, left-footed, uh, has great range of passing. So, a player that I believe might be on the move this summer in terms of club football. So, like a number of players, this could be the perfect place to showcase your talent and gear a new club for the for the foreseeable future. So, a good player there. And, you know, there's no way I'm not going to mention my one of my favourite midfielders, Thiago Alcantara. So, yeah, fantastic player. I think he'll he'll hopefully will have a great tournament um, after a difficult time at Liverpool. But in the end, it worked out as we finished third. So yeah, looking forward to watching Thiago playing for Spain. There, hidden gem. So I'm sure if you follow uh, Spanish football or if you follow the Barcelona team, you've got Pedri there, young 18 year old uh, attacker who I believe will be probably the next one in line within the Barcelona team that you'll see in the next season hopefully so good young player definitely one for the future there I think I have to be honest Spain are probably strong favorites to win this group as they've got a good level of talent there probably not as strong as the teams that I've played in the previous couple of Euros but nevertheless um some great talent there and I hope to see a lot of them play and do well in this tournament so we have Sweden. So Sweden, in terms of big hitters, you've got Alexandra Isaac, who plays in La Liga for Real Sociedad. You've got Robin Kwajsen, who plays in Germany for Mainz. And you've got Emil Forsberg, who also plays in Germany for Red Bull Leipzig. So these are the three players that I believe are, will be the big hitters. Isaac is a prolific goal scorer. Quizon is a attacking midfielder and can play in wider position as well. And Forsberg, for me gets goals wherever whenever he plays, so a very useful player to have in your midfield. Players to watch, pretty much just mentioning Alexander Isaac, young player. I believe he's nineteen, so has fantastic ability. has great had a great season um, in La Liga. Tall player. Uh, holds the ball really well great left foot a good finisher still has a lot of room for improvement but as a young striker that's always the case but he looks like an exciting talent to me so I'm interested to see how he does uh, for Sweden in the Euros so a number of good players in this squad so there's Sweden definitely an interesting team to look out for and then we've got Slovakia here so the big hit is you've got Michael Dewis, who is a 33-year-old striker. Um, and you've got Matt Hamsick as well, who we all know from Napoli. So, a fantastic player there. In terms of important players within the team, I think Dubravka, uh, Newcastle goalkeeper, who, you know, you need to have a safer pair of hands if you want to progress within this sort of knockout competition. So, definitely, he's an important player in that team. And screen screen, screening, I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, the Inter Milan defender, fantastic player. I've been very impressed with him in terms of how he's played for Inter Milan. Um, just as important as a goalkeeper, you need to have a solid defender in your back four or back three depends how Slovakia, um, have, have their team set out. So for me, it's a difficult task for Slovakia to qualify unfortunately there's a lot of teams within the group that have a lot of quality so that leads me to do my prediction for group E so so yeah, I'm going to have to put Slovakia fourth Ooh, I think Spain will win or top the group I'm going to go for Sweden second and Poland third So that's my prediction for Group E. Now, moving on to the Group of Death, Group F. So, Portugal. There's a number of players I've listed here, but let's just talk about big hitters. So the main players will be, obviously, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, for me, Diego Jota, and Yao Felix as well believe there's so much, so much talent there. You've got experienced players in terms of Pepe and Font in the back. Rupert Patricio as well as your goalkeeper. You've got Cancelo who's had a fantastic season with Manchester City. Rafael Guerrero on your left. And then you've got Ruben Neves, Martinho. You've got different Danilo as well, different types of midfielders to have um, in the middle of the park. And then up top you've got Yao Felix, you've got Diego Jota, Ronaldo. Um, There's a player to look out for is Pedro Calvez, who plays for Sporting Lisbon. Definitely a player to look out for. I feel like if he's able to showcase his talent, you'll be seeing his name linked to a lot of clubs. He's that good. He's had a very prolific season for his his team in Portugal. So, yeah, fantastic talent. Definitely a player to look out for. But for me, Portugal are one of the favourites to win the Euros as well. I think they're so well set up, great balance in the team. They have great young up-and-coming players with abundance of talent. But you've also got experienced players in the team that have seen it and done it before. So they're geared up to mount a challenge to win this um, European competition. So, yeah, Portugal are an interesting proposition there. And then we've got France, which is probably the favourite for most people. Um, I'm probably not different. I do think France will win. Uh, So, the big hitters are Mbappe, obviously. Benzema, so just before I went live, I've heard that he may be injured. So, a shame for him if that is the case. as It's been a long time coming for him to actually be selected to represent France. And, you know, it is poor timing, it's just a shame if that is the case hopefully it's not a serious injury and he can actually partake in the tournament so we'll we'll see how that news develops and you've got Griezmann as well who's probably not had the best season for Barcelona but when it comes to France he definitely turns up so I think he'll, he'll be very important in terms of how they play and they will definitely have a hand in terms of the goals to progress within the tournament so players to watch Couple of young players that I feel like um, I'm sure we've come across if you've watched Champions League football. Uh, Marcus Turam, great striker who can play across the front three. I feel like he would be a great player to have as your impact sub. Um, young, 21 years old. So I can definitely see him playing some part in terms of the team. Uh, as they progress throughout the tournament. And you've got Kunde as well, who is a centre-back that plays for Sevilla. So I'm not sure if it will be a first-team starter, but this player, for me, has amazing ability and definitely a player that you'll see in the future playing in many, many tournaments uh, internationally and at club level. So two players, kind of like Hidden Gems, but I feel like we've probably seen them play to some extent. So that's why I've probably labelled them more as players to watch. Um, rather than stating the obvious um, players in, in the French team. So, important players is Kante. So, one of the best players in terms of what he does as a defensive midfielder. Um, gets the ball from the opposition and passes it to the important players in the team who are able to play uh, with freedom. Uh, the Rock in that midfield so definitely a very important role. You know, there's been talks of him possibly being nominated for the Ballon d'Or, not a bad shout. Uh, me personally, I don't think um, as much of a lovely person he is and great player as well. I don't think he deserves to be winning the Ballon d'Or. Maybe nominated if France were to win uh, the Euros, for example, he definitely has a right to be nominated. But I feel like he's only had a good few months um, in for Chelsea this season. Obviously, I know he's won the Champions League. But for me to win the Ballon d'Or, you have to be a stand-up performer. You have to be head and shoulders above everyone. And I, I, For me, it, it hasn't been that season for Kante, so I wouldn't go that far to say he should win the Ballon d'Or there. But back to the Euros, France is definitely the, fav- the favourites to win the league. So the, sorry, the competition. I'm so used to talking about Premier League. So yeah, definitely the favourites to win the Euros there. And then you have Germany. So, Germany, I feel, I haven't been spoken about that much in terms of who could potentially win the tournament. So, they thrashed Latvia the other day, 7-1. Fantastic goals. Phenomenal goals. The pass for Gnabry. um, Gnabry's goal, uh, I believe Hummels was the defender that did the pass. What a pass. Outside of his foot, curled it. 40-50 yards and then Gnabry just smashed it in so fantastic talent still, Um, they're a force so I don't know why they're not being spoken highly Um, definitely I guess in that aspect they're one of the dark horses as well Uh, big hitters pretty much the obvious um, performers in Thomas Muller, Serge Gnabry and Leroy Sané players to watch for me is Gundogan, who's had a fantastic season uh, for Man City and scored a fantastic goal against Latvia left-footed as well. So he will definitely have a big part in terms of how Germany play. And I can see him scoring some good goals, some bangers during the tournament. And Havertz, who's probably on a high in terms of confidence after winning the Champions League. So great way to extend that form into International competition, so I definitely feel like he'll have a good, he'll perform really well during the Euros. I have got a couple of hidden gems, so Florian Newhouse, who plays for Brusio, Muhin uh centre midfielder, great ability on the ball. I do believe he will have some part to play. So if you see him come on the pitch, definitely be on the lookout for him because I'll be like he's got fantastic ability on the ball. In terms of style of play, reminds me of Cruz, so don't shoot me to say he's going to be like Cruz, but in terms of style of play, that's what he offers to the team. So great midfielder, great ball player, uh, offers creativity from deeper positions, um can score as well, S- score some crackers. I've seen a few goals of his in the last past two three seasons. So another player to look out for is Jamal Musiala. So. Young prodigy at Bayern Munich who has just actually selected to represent for Germany. Could have played for England. Definitely England's lost in that regards. But uh, Germany's gained. Fantastic young talent. Hope to see him play some minutes or some games because um, it looks like a very exciting talent. So definitely looking forward to see how he plays. Germany, very, very strong team. Let's be honest. Um, it's so difficult to choose who will be first or second in the group? before I, I, um, there's also another team in the group, Hungary. So, Hungary for me, our team that I'm not too familiar with in terms of uh, the squad, but there is a player who plays for Red Bull Leipzig, who I believe will be the talisman in that team. Um. So not uh, show you how you pronounce the name. Dominic Subalai. I have not pronounced that name correctly, so I do apologize. Uh Suboslai, I think it's how you pronounce it. I'm gonna have to learn that. Um yeah, so for me he's he's been a player that has been on goal scoring forms as he was at Red Bull Towersburg before and then he made the move the move to Red Bull Leipzig. Uh, quite recently, I uh, I believe during January's uh, transfer window. So, fantastic player. I think he will be important in terms of performing for his country there, but uh, no offence to Hungary. I don't see Hungary challenging for the top two positions in in this um, tournament. So, we quickly just put Hungary in fourth position. Now, mm, this one's tricky. You're probably going to question my selection because I've given such high praise to each team. I think France will top the league. I believe Portugal will come second. And Germany will come third. So that is my prediction for the group stages. But as I'm doing the tournament predictor, you're able to select the four best third place teams. So within this list of teams there, I think goes out saying Germany have to be in there. I'd go for Lewandowski. I love watching Lewandowski, fantastic player. I believe Turkey might be one, and I'd go for Czech Republic. So those will be the four teams that I would predict to be the third, the sorry the fourth best. Four third place teams. That was a bit of a mouthful there. Um, so let's click continue. And see how. It pans out. So. Okay. So this is where I stop reviewing the teams. And start making my predictions. So the first game would be Belgium versus Poland. Now for me. I think Poland. Would not have enough quality to. Well, Lundowski will probably score a few goals but I think P- Belgium will have too much quality so it'll be Belgium Italy-Austria for me has to be Italy one of the I think they haven't lost in two years in international football so they've got a formidable record coming into the Euros right now so yeah I don't I don't see Austria challenging Italy in that regards France and Turkey I would go for France Croatia, Sweden, that is a tricky game. I'd go for Croatia and Spain versus Czech Republic. I would go for Spain. Oh, I'm going to break some hearts with this decision here. England or Portugal? Sorry, England fans. It's going to be Portugal. I just think Portugal have so much talent that I, I don't think England will have enough to to challenge. It'll be a close encounter, don't get me wrong, but I don't I don't I don't see England being Portugal, unfortunately. So this is an interesting one. Netherlands and Germany. I'm gonna have to go for Germany. I think Germany have a bit more going forward, and I feel like to be fair, they've got a bit more going forward in terms of the whole team. They've got fantastic quality across the team, so yeah, I think they'll definitely edge them there. Switzerland and Denmark is an interesting card. I feel like these teams are equally matched. Mm. I'm going to go for Denmark as a surprise one. I think most people would really expect Switzerland to go through, but I'll spice it up a little bit and go for a surprise result there. So, now you've got the quarterfinals. Belgium. Against Italy, oh, that's a tough one. That is a very, very tough match. I'd love to watch this match when it actually, if it actually happens. If my prediction is correct, this would be a great match um, to spectate. I'm going to go for Italy. I think Italy will have it. And then Croatia, France. Recap of the World Cup final there. Same outcome. France will win. Spain, Portugal. This is going to be exciting. I'd go for Portugal. And I'd go for Germany against Denmark. So, semi-finals. You've got Italy or France. In my opinion, whoever wins this tie wins wins the competition. So, I'd go for France. I say France because I'm going on the basis that Benzema will play because I feel like Benzema and Mbappe are playing together. It's going to be very hard to to displace them from scoring goals. So, let's go on the basis that Benzema is there. I'm going to go for France. And then Portugal and Germany. This is interesting. This is a tough one. I'm gonna go for Portugal. I think Portugal might just nick it, and then you've got the final France and Portugal. Yeah, I think that will be my team there. So yes, that's my prediction there for the Euros. Um, Let me know what you guys think in the comments. I'm sure there'll be a few where you might not agree or you might have your own thoughts regarding my uh, selection here. But that's how I see the tournament panning out. Um, But yeah, I'm excited for this Euros. Uh, Hoping to see some great matches some epic moments, clutch moments from certain players. So, yeah, really excited to to the Euros, which takes place in well, we were Thursday nights so after midnight. So, one more day and then we've got the Euros and football every day, which is heaven right there. So, yeah, so excited for this Euros competition. But thank you for tuning in, guys. I know it's a late one today. Um, if you haven't already, please don't forget to like, comment and subscribe to our channel. Uh, follow me on social media. So you can follow me at Aussie.FTP on Instagram. Or you can follow me at Aussie.FTP on Twitter. Or you can follow our podcast channels, um, which is at football, pod, football Talk Podcast on Instagram. And then you've got Football Talk Pod on Twitter. Um so yeah, so that's where you can reach us. We will be doing um, another episode on the Euros after the group stages. So follow me on social. Look out for the announcement regarding next episode. But yeah, that wraps us up for today. Um, again, thank you for tuning in, and hope to see you guys soon. Take care.